All right, and we are back with what is now episode two of season three of the Rockets Podcast. Episode two is a continuation of episode one, which is the WLPC episode, all about the uh, recently completed Prague and upcoming Phoenix events uh, featuring myself and Jim Palmer, not the event, the episode. Uh, So apologies for it being a little bit of a longer episode, but Jim and I can both talk, and we will now get you back to episode two. Enjoy. So we pivot from that. Once you finish your 20 votes on the talks, you get to vote for your deep dive. And, you know, as I mentioned before, it's three hours on Tuesday. It's three hours on Wednesday, roughly, of really deep dive, hands-on with a particular topic. And Jim is our expert here because Jim has done a number of deep dives on the antennas before. So what what do you want to tell everybody that's listening that's never done one of these? What's it like to, to sit in a class to, to and not forget about giving it, but just to take it? Doing a deep dive is, you're right, it's three hours on day one, three hours on day two. And usually by the time you get to the end of day two, I mean, you we mentioned Roel before. By the time Roel got done with my my antenna class a couple of weeks ago, by the end of day two, he looked at me and he was like, I'm done. He's like, my brain hurts. You know, and that's what it is. It is because there is so much information because the people who give these are generally very, very passionate about the topic that they're giving. And so we could go on as as instructors, we could go on for a lot more than six hours. So we're trying to get as much information you know, presented in a way that our students can consume it. But when you're done, you, you've been exposed to that topic in ways that, you know, you've never imagined before. And so a lot of times, you know, the first time I taught it, I actually had somebody that would just basically got up and was like, I'm done, I'm out. And they left everything on the te- on the desk and was just like, I can't do this because it was just so much. It was, it was actually a little too much for them. And so when you pick your deep dives, when you vote for the deep dives, you vote for three and there's 24 actually this year, which is quite a bit. When you, when you submit them, just expect that you're going to be doing something that you maybe have always wondered about, whether it's 3d printing, um, maybe you want to take packet analysis or you want to learn how to, you know, capture wireless frames or hacking and pen testing. Just imagine that you're going to go into this, you know, these two days, these three hours on day one, three hours on day two, to where you are just going to learn a whole lot from your instructor. But the cool part is you end up going to be leaving with stuff that allows you to then almost recreate everything you did and continue to learn at home. So it's not just about, you know, how do we do it? you know, for those six hours, it's how do you then take that home? And how do you use that? How do you, you know, show that to your coworkers that couldn't come? How do you sort of take your knowledge that you've learned and then, and then share that with, with other people. And so that's kind of what you do is when you look at this stuff is don't think of it as when I'm done at six hours, I'm going to be totally done. It's, this is just the introduction. This is the starting blocks to get you going into these topics to where you can then continue to, to, to learn and, and work on your own. And so that's, that's the antennas 101, and I think I've done it three times. And so, um, I've and I've had so many people come up and ask me. They're like, "Are you teaching this next year? Are you teaching this next year?" Um, in fact, the last couple of ones, I've had to cap it and say, "I just can't take any more students," because you know you get to the point where it's just too crazy. And in Prague, we had thirty students in my class, and it was so loud. And they went so crazy deep into it that I had a hard time reining them back in. And 
you know, so it's, I'm like, I'm like, okay, so we're not going to do 30 again, unless I really have to. So, you know, it's, it's all about, Hey, we're going to keep it small. We're going to keep it contained and we're going to, but we're going to really dive into this topic and we're going to, and we're going to get you going to the point where you, then when you leave, you can continue that knowledge and you can then work, learn on your own. And all the instructors are always like, Hey, if you have any questions, send me an email, get a hold of me on Slack, get a hold of me on Twitter. And we'll continue these conversations even after you get home to help you continue learning. So that's, that's what it's like to, to give it and to you know, present one, to instruct one, and also to be sitting in one. But for this year, um, you have a deep dive that you've submitted. I Which do. one is that one? So I, I submitted the building a home lab from the ground up. And I alluded to the fact that you helped me craft that one because um, we can have a conversation about this at any given point in time. But if you're out there listening to this and you're actually curious about submitting a topic for a future WLPC, can't for 2023's Phoenix, but how you pitch it, how you title it, how you describe it is just as important because this is what gets the votes and this is what makes it stick, right? If I just said Home Lab 101, eh. But it sounds a little bit more descriptive. The idea from this actually... It kind of was a collaborative effort, right? So I, as an SE, had to build a home lab that I'd never really had before back in January of 2021, um, right? 2021. And as I was putting it together, I was talking to Jim because Jim was extremely helpful in, in me getting kind of up and running and sharing all the pains that he had when he started because he, he's been at Ruckus a little bit longer than I have. I think you were about a year ahead of me. Um, and I had the the luck of, of going the Nook route you know, virtualized ESXi the whole nine yards. And you were, I think you were looking at replacing your existing lab gear that was sort of underwhelming and spent as much time not on the ruckus side, on the actual backbone of it and, and kind of making it all come together that the two of us, and I think it was, I think it was officially, I'll give you credit. I believe it was your idea. You're like, I think this would be a really cool deep dive. And I'm like, you could be onto something. Um, and so the beauty part of it is the idea that you'll get into this class. And this is something I wish that somebody had taught me like a decade ago or maybe even <laughs> longer. And that's what these are good for, right? Like you get somebody who is isolated, who doesn't have any peers to lean on or who has peers that aren't necessarily great at, at sharing information. And you come into this deep dive and I promise if you vote for mine, I'm assuming you don't know much because don't worry, I'm right, right there with you. But I will work you through basically setting up a, a home lab that you can actually use when you get home and the beauty part of this, and this is the nice side of, of the, the deep dives, every instructor has a budget to get equipment to, to execute that deep dive. And so in this one, um, I know Jim has a whole bunch of, of neat stuff to generate signals and um, RF generators and antennas and bits and pieces. And I have some of them because I sat half of his class in, in February. Um, and as he said, it's a really good time. He had the benefit last year of having some really interesting characters in his, which just added to the <laughs> chaos. But it's it's the great interaction, and I'll circle back on that. But so for, for the deep dive for the lab, um, you'll actually be getting, if assuming no supply chain issues or anything like that, uh, a Microtech Hex um, and I believe a, uh, a Net Tool I.O. and a couple other you know, useful bits and pieces so that you can take it and go home and plug it in and you've got a router that you can use and you've got, you'll learn that network segmentation so that you can actually, if you want to run home and, and test on the same network and not upset your children and spouse or whoever. Um, so that's kind of the idea of it um, was, was how do we make something that's a little bit kind of neat? Um, we had cooked up a couple other ideas that, that we got really far along the, the path with and sounded really cool. 
But we started to figure out how would we deliver this to any number of students and realize that some of these just weren't going to be practical the way we were imagining it because it just wasn't there yet. Um, but so I, I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, I don't know how the voting is going yet, but, uh, um, and I just got an email from Keith about 10 talks. So that's a good sign. But anyways, um, sorry, I had pop up on my screen. Uh, so I'm, I'm optimistic to teach it. I've never actually submitted to do a deep dive before. So it is, is admittedly kind of intimidating because like Jim said, you're in a room with some really smart people um, that are looking to you for the next, you know, three hours at a time to learn something new or better than they knew coming in. Um, so we'll see how that flies. But there are others. We have a couple other ruckus ones. Um, there's a uh, automation API deep dive, which uh, Daryl is currently tasked with. Um, we'll see if that gets voted in. And if, if he winds up being the instructor, that'll be kind of a hoot. Um, IoT for all, which is, I think, you know, it's a very hot topic, but that's uh, Murad uh, Baidani, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, and, you know, we have a nice IoT solution, um, and that was kind of the, the genesis of that or the motivation for putting that out there. So I think that'll be pretty cool um, if, again, that makes the cut. Um, and there are, there's I think there's one or two LoRaWAN deep dives, um, and there's the ever-present WLAN-PI deep dive, which I think you leave with one of the new versions of the WLAN-PI. Um, so there's a lot of different things depending on what you want to do. And, you know, some of them I think are just pure, mostly like classroom lecture. If that's what you want to do, that's fine too. Um, and there's some on, I think 5g, we've got some metrics some packet capture. So there's a little bit of something for everybody. And again, if you vote for it, it may or may not make it in, but if there's enough interest, it will. Um, but to Jim's point, the interaction, um, that you get from the people in the deep dive with you and the people delivering the deep dive are invaluable. So I mentioned I met you in 2019. You and I were in the same hacking deep dive. Um, and mm -hmm. the, the great thing is you were a little bit more comfortable at certain things than I was. And maybe you heard some things better. And we were all working off of each other. You know, no disrespect to the instructor. The, deep, the hacking deep dive was like a huge class. Um, uh, but, you know, it was, it was chaos. I mean, the bigger the classes, the harder they are to kind of follow. Um, and it's nothing against the instructor. It's just you put 50 or 60 of us in a room and we're going to talk and we're all talking when we're walking through things. So it's a little bit crazy. So I understand capping it at 30 um, for your antenna deep dive. If I ever get asked, I don't even know what I would cap the lab one at because, um, yeah, that, that'll be uh, interesting. But you get to meet people, you talk to people, and almost everybody in the community is the same way. They're like, hey, you know, if you don't follow me on Twitter, you don't follow me on LinkedIn – follow me and then shoot them a DM. They'll give you a text message, whatever. And you can talk to them. I mean, I talked to people that I met through instructive classes, WLPC now more than I did before, because I didn't know them. Like they were chatty and people are friendly on the community and the Slack and whatnot. But once you meet them in person, you break the ice and you actually, you, you get a feel for them. It's, 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 you can't explain it. I mean, maybe I can't, maybe somebody else can, but um, just that, that time you're spending that, that intensive session with them, it's just, it's, I almost want to say it's priceless. Um, you know, the, the gizmos and gadgets that you get exposed to secondary. Um, but I mean, I'm looking at this and if I wasn't, or if I don't get to teach, um, you know, Peter McKenzie is, everybody acknowledges is one of the smartest when it comes to packet analysis, packet capture, and he's got an AP packet capture deep dive. And I sat his, his CWAP class three years ago and 
I mean, you want to talk about like mind melting from learning. That was the most intensive boot camp that I've done. And, but you get the relationship built with Peter. And there's, I mean, there were people in my class, and I'm sure there will be people in future CWAP classes that he teaches that already have the CWA certificate, uh, CWAP certification, but are going because they know they're going to learn something new from him every time they hear him talk. So that's, you know, there's, there's just tremendous value. Um, there's some really, you know, smart people giving them. Um, so yeah, you get to vote for three of them. You only get to take one, but you know, that's fun. And then lastly, the last set of votes is the boot camps. So there's, these are the Saturday, Sunday, Monday classes. Um, and it is, you give up a weekend, but what is nice about these is you're, you're basically cramming three or four days of class into, you know, maybe three days if you're lucky. Um, and you've got a lot of it's vendor stuff, right? You've got uh, some of our competitors there, not naming anybody um, just for logical reasons. Um, you've got a Python class, which has been there for uh, three or four years, I think, maybe more. Um, you've got some general Wi-Fi classes. You've got some, uh, all the CWNP classes are basically there. And then our Ruckus Certified Wireless Wi-Fi Associate Bootcamp is on the list for the first time, to my knowledge, ever. If it's not ever, then it's the first time in a long, long time. Um, and that's pretty cool. And, you know, you have to go. It, it is an, uh, an additional cost. The conference is one cost. This would be in addition to that. Um, and the idea is, you know, we will put myself <laughs> in front of hopefully a few you know, a dozen or so people that want to learn about how to do Wi-Fi the ruckus way. Um, and who doesn't want to do Wi-Fi the ruckus way, right? I certainly do. You do, right, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the last thing you get to vote for. You get to vote for three. You'll only get to attend one if that's something you want to attend. Um, but it is, is a recurring theme here. I would love to see anybody listening attend my boot camp. I would love to be able to deliver the boot camp, all votes and registration dependent. But the added neatness of a boot camp is you get extra time in Phoenix or Prague or wherever the, the particular WFPC is. And you're getting, instead of with 300 people, the, the breakdown usually, I think the last time, I think Phoenix was, it was nearly half of the people that were there for the conference were also there for a boot camp. But think about that. I mean, it's that's still a lot of people. You got 120, 150 maybe people, but there's still 150 people that aren't there yet. And I can tell you from experience, having done two prior boot camps, you're getting time with some really nice, smart people that you might not get, or more to a point, you won't get easily when the main conference arrives, when the people start showing up on Monday, you know, you can talk to people, but stealing, you know, 10 minutes from Peter McKenzie at the end of class is a lot easier to do during a boot camp than it is during the main conference. And that's not because Peter, I'm not picking on Peter, but that's not because he's not accommodating. That's because you've got double the people there that want to talk to Peter um, or anybody uh, for that matter. So I think the boot camp experience, whether you come to the ruckus one or not, um, if you have a chance to do a boot camp once, even once, I think it's it's really, um, it's a really good thing to, to take part of. And I know, Jim, we've both done them. Um, I don't think you're in one this year unless you want to come and join me and hang out, which would be pretty cool. Um, but 
yeah, I'm not even going to hype any of the other ones. Are I mean, there's like I said, there's some good ones. They're all in the survey, um, but we'll see. Yeah, and the other the other fun thing about boot camps is it's not just the people teaching and taking the boot camps that are there early. Sometimes there there'll be other people that come in early, and so at the end of your boot camp day, you know, you go to dinner and you're like, oh, I didn't realize you were in town yet. And so there's other people that I usually show up a day or two early. And so it's one of those things where even though I'm not taking a class, I'm not teaching a class, I'm still there early. Um, and then you get to hang it, you know, then it's like, oh, man, I didn't realize you were here. I want to ask you a question because you're right. Not having the full conference there and all the events and everything else that's going on. It's a lot easier because um, what you're looking at, you know, is not just the things that you vote on. And you alluded to it earlier. There's all these other things that happen after the, after everybody gets in, you know, registration, there's usually an open bar. We've, we were talking in Prague about doing something a little different um, with registration next year. I'm not going to spill the beans on that just yet, but we're talking about changing some things up at registration. But this past February, there was a, you know, a band, a cash bar, some food truck. We all sat around and socialized until way too late. And then, you know, each night, you know, of day one and day two, you know, you have vendor sessions where you can get food. I mean, I've, I've gone to WLPC and I've spent out of pocket, you know, other than my plane ticket, I've spent like 10 bucks out of pocket. And so if you, you know, that's alludes to the fact that it's kind of an all inclusive thing. If you go to the vendor events, if you do this, if you do that, you can basically, you know, once you're there, uh, you're covered. And so. We're going to do also, we're also trying, planning to do a ruckus uh, vendor session on one of the nights where um, I've done some rather outlandish things that have. Um, Your AP is going to be due for a refresh. Yeah, we're not doing that again. So if you <laughs> missed it, you missed it. Um, so, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's more, it's, it's about, again, it's about coming together as a community. It's about learning. It's about doing all these other things. I go to other vendors, other vendors come to our stuff and we all just have a good time with it. And so we're going to be doing a vendor session where we give stuff away. So you can come join us one of those nights still to be determined what night, but there's also other things like, um, it's not just vendors, it's tool manufacturers, um, uh, bits and pieces manufacturers. There's, they also do a pub quiz night where everybody gets together and you do a big pub quiz. There's a Lego building competition. Um, the, you know, so it's, it's, it's really about building the community and, you know, coming together to, as a, as a, not as a vendor, um, you know, we do do our vendor thing, but after that, it's not about Jim, the ruckus guy or John, the ruckus guy. It's about Jim, the Wi-Fi guy and John, the ruckus guy or Wi-Fi guy and Cheryl, the Wi-Fi girl and, you know, JJ, the security woman. And, and it's all about, it's not about who you work for, who you represent. It's all about the technology. And so, and so it's, again, it's, it's an, it's an event continuing education event unlike anything that that anybody's ever done and so you know again it's one of those things where we can talk about it we could talk about it for another hour sure it's it's it will never actually fully explain what it's like to go to a wlpc event where you see people that maybe you saw you know at a big vendor conference giving the keynote and then that person's just wandering around you know and you can go up and chat to them or people that you see online, you see on Twitter, you see, I mean, it's, I remember my very first WLPC, I was standing behind UC Kivanimi 
when he was with Ekahau, and I was like, I'm standing behind UC Kipanimi in line to check in. And he gave me his chocolate chip cookie. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I was like, this is what it's, it's like. This is what normal people feel like when they, you know, they meet, you know, they're, they're the famous rock stars and movie stars and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, UC Kipanimi gave me his chocolate chip cookie. And so it's, <laughs> you, we can, like I said, we can talk about it for an hour, but until you've actually experienced it, it's really hard to understand what it's like. It is a, career changer it is a you know life-changing event and so if you have the opportunity you know go yep totally agree no questions there are people there are people that will pay for this event out of their own pocket yes where, where they're like i will take pto i will dip into my savings and i will go to wlpc because i love wi-fi i love networking and this is the place to be so yeah i mean it's for me, I don't think it's hyperbolic to even say, like, this is my favorite conference. Yes. I Admittedly, in my career, I've actually shockingly not been to nearly as many. I mean, I know people, Bender, <clears throat> who collect lanyards like nobody's business. But I don't – I never got to go to a ton of conferences, and I've been to a few now. But it, it, it doesn't feel like a conference. I mean, I've been to the big ones, and – You've got that tremendous sense of community. You've got the tremendous sense of your, your learning. I know many people have said it, iron sharpens iron. I mean, you're literally in a room with around 300 people that are there to learn Wi-Fi. Everything wireless, all the different bits and pieces, what happened, what's coming. Um, and, and it's a good mix too, right? You've got, like I mentioned before, you've got some people that have been doing this for years and years and years who have been giving talks and doing presentations and classes and whatnot who are incredibly smart and incredibly generous in terms of giving their time and willing to have a good conversation with you about anything you have. And you've got the newbies who, you know, I'm not that far removed from it where you come in here and, I mean, you know, like you said, I, I came to my first in 2017. I was very intimidated. I was like, oh, God, I have no business being here. Um, and my, I was on the shuttle bus from the airport to the hotel and just kind of talking about somebody I had seen talking about something on Twitter, not realizing that that person who I saw posting something about the thing on Twitter was the person I was talking to on the, on the bus. And that turned out to be Jerry Ola of all people, who is another great one to, to meet in the community. But you get to meet these people in real life, face to face and get that relationship building. And it's, that's a neat little story because I actually was at a football game in New Jersey 2018, I want to say, after I'd met Jerry um, and noticed that he was on Twitter, that he was there at that game doing a survey because he used to work for Akahau and they were testing and surveying the stadium Wi-Fi that had just gotten refreshed. So I was like, dude, I'm here with my son at this game. And it was like December. He's from uh, Wisconsin, freezing. You know, I was freezing in like three winter coats. He came over in like a, a thin pullover. I'm like, dude, I know you're from Wisconsin, but that's just crazy. Um but you build these relationships and you've got these things that you said life-changing. I mean, I know people that have gotten jobs because of relationships they made and contacts they made and networking they did from WLPC. Not just the learning, but like you get jobs, you advance in your career, you become I – mean, it's again, it's hyperbolic, but it's you become a better engineer. I mean, iron does sharpen iron and you're – I mean, the, 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 the conversations that you overhear in these hallways and that take place are – I almost want to see legendary. There's certainly inside jokes within the community. I mean, you've got things like ghost frames and, you know, the old 2.4 is dead, long live 2.4. Um, I think it was 2019, maybe. You might remember this one. Whatever it was got so heated that Keith actually wound up getting like a, 
like an executive boardroom off the the main conference and was like, okay, after the conference, before the deep uh, before the deep dives, before the the vendor sessions of the evening, anybody that wants to have this debate, let's go here and do this. I didn't go to it, but I know that people did. Um, and it wasn't it was no evil, no no malintent, nothing like that. It was just let's have a good debate, whiteboard it out, talk it through. Because here's the reality. I could sit there and have one very firmly held belief, and I'm going to be in a room, and it could be you, Jim, with somebody who has a very firmly held but opposing belief. And to throw out the word, and we, I can't believe we're an hour in and we haven't used it yet. It depends, right? You're going to find people that know your use case and understand your use case and agree with you. And you're going to find people that just don't get your use case because they've never worked in that environment. And it's it's an eye-opening experience. I think it's, it's something that you just you have to go to. Obviously, this is why we've been talking about it. We want to make sure you understand what you, you've got an opportunity, and it's it's great. It's phenomenal that Keith and and all the people that support him, Matt and Fernay and and Tony and Sam and so on and so forth, um, do this for the community. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how everything goes. Um, again, re- uh, voting is open until November fifteenth. So if you haven't voted, you have a chance to vote and, and sort of help influence where or what gets talked about and what gets presented. And, and it's, um, I mean, where else do you get a, com- a conference for the community, by the community, where you actually get to help determine what you get to experience, which is, it's pretty, pretty cool. So with that, I mean, we've been talking for a while. I know you've got a, a, a show in Denver to get to. Any, any closing thoughts before we wrap this one up, Jim? No, I think we've covered it all. I mean, you know, again, Take my class, take John's class, take somebody else's class. You know, it's funny. We were talking about it uh, two weeks ago in Prague, and some of the deep dive instructors were all kind of having drinks one night. And it was and it was literally, and this is not the first time, where we go, you know, I really don't want to even take my class. I don't want to teach my class because I want to go over and take your class. And I've had people come, and they're like, yeah, and they're like, I want to take your class. You know, and so it's all the instructors. Like if you ask the instructors of the deep dives, they will tell you. They would rank their class like third or fourth on the list. They like some of us wouldn't even vote for our own class to get in, you know, because we're so interested and we want to go take everything else. And so it's that type of experience, um, you know, so, but it's all, again, it's all about learning. It's all about growing. And I invite everybody who's listening to, you know, come join the community, whether, you know, you're, you know, whatever your job is, whatever your role is, come join the community because it only can get better. So. Agreed. That's my final word. Go vote. Join us in Phoenix. Join us in Prague. Join us in Mexico City. Well, not us. I'm not going to Mexico City, yeah, but maybe next year. So, but so on that note, I will uh, we'll send it home. Thanks everybody for listening. Hopefully, we're not going to take six months between episodes again. Thank you, Jim, for joining. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I know we've been talking about it for a while, but this was great. Hopefully, if you you got the chance to vote, you'll actually make it out to to Phoenix. Um, you know, don't be a stranger. Don't look at either one of us like you can't talk to us. By all means, if you're in Phoenix in a few months, come find me, come find Jim, whether it's the vendor session, the hallway, wherever. Introduce yourself, say hi, and uh, yeah, let's make some more friends. I'm, I'm all for it. So yep. thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of the day, and uh, go make some great Wi-Fi. <laughs>